Satan, the evil spirit which torments me to get drunk. I'll put him to sleep and drive him out. Have pity, Mendelu. Aye, aye, little father, you will not give that wicked devil his fill. You will not drive him away. The more you'll pour into his unclean throat, the more he'll torment you. Better not feed him, better let him starve. When the accursed demon will realize that he can expect nothing from you, he will leave you. He will enter into Hidrak, but he will leave you. Well said, wisely spoken. You are a man of sense, Mendel. I will obey you, says the large priest and returns to his place on the wooden bench near the oven, and tries to sit still, supporting his massive head in both his hands, and with his long red beard wiping the beads of perspiration from his face. The Jew resumed his work with the boy. Vayoymer, and he spoke, Moshe, Moses, Elbnei Yisrael, unto the children of Israel, Lamor, saying. The priest seized on the word Moses, and played with it as he twisted his long red beard. Moses, Moshe, Moise, we know him. We are familiar with him. We've read about him in the holy books. He saw God, spoke with God, ascended Mount Sinai. We know about him. A shepherd he was, a good shepherd to his flock, not like you, Stepan Kratkov. He began to rail at himself. Not like you, in whose fat belly a devil has lodged and torments you. Oh, you thing, accursed, you hound son. You won't be quiet, will you? I'll beat you. Beat you out of me. Take this now. And the tall priest began to strike with both hands and with all his might at his huge stomach. Little father, dear little father, what are you doing? What ails you? The frightened Jew exclaimed and his earlocks began to shake with fear. He won't be quiet, the hound's son, the priest points to his stomach, so I'm going to beat him out. Not too hard, gently, gently, the Jew implored, and resumed his occupation with the boy. Soon, however, the priest again approached the table and, with an abashed expression, said to the Jew, I beat him, but he will not calm down, the hound's son. I'll tell you what, Mendel, I'll treat him like a good Christian. He torments me, and in return, I'll give him brandy. I'll treat him with Christian love, that's how I'll fix him. He'll get scared and run away. For wherever Satan feels that Christ is near, he avoids that place. Save a soul. Dear friend, help carry out a Christian purpose. It's to expel Satan from a sinful belly. Help Mendel, dear. An appeal of that sort, the Jew was both unable and afraid to deny. He sighed deeply over the honest penny which he lost through the bargain between Satan and Christian love, a bargain in which he was dragged in against his will. He poured the little shepherd a large measure of whiskey, and with even greater energy resumed his swaying over the Pentateuch which lay open before him on the four-fringed garment. And the little father took up the holy work of expelling the devil from his huge stomach with the help of Christian love and Jewish whiskey. This scene was enacted by the shepherd of the Orthodox flock, Father Stepan, and the Jewish innkeeper Mendel on a snowy winter afternoon in the inn of Zlochov.
Zlotchev lay far out on the steppe of Podolia, not far from the green meadow, and belonged to the district squire of Chernin, Konitspolsky. Mendel was the only Jew who had the courage to hold in lease the inn as well as the Russian Orthodox Church, so far out on the steppes near the Zaporozhye Cossacks. Mendel even carried on a trade with the Zaporozhyes, and would often go to the Setch on either side of the Dnieper, where the Cossack freemen used to gather to take counsel before waging war on the Turk, or for the purpose of choosing their hetmans. Mendel used to take to the Cossacks calfskin leather, which he obtained from the Jewish tanners of Volhynia, sheepskin coats, flaxen shawls, dyed peasants' wool, fruit brandy, and Jewish honey cakes, which Mendel's wife knew so well how to bake, and which the Cossacks found so delicious. Sometimes he would come home from the Setch with his...